0: forever dog hi anna hi andrew and hey
1: everybody else
0: and welcome to our podcast,
1: Scary, scary Stories, stories to, tell to Tell on the pod. pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, spooky real things that happened to you that you've told us about. Uh, it's a comedy podcast about scary things. So think of it as though, uh, like Dame Edna is turning into a werewolf. That's kind of the vibe of the podcast.
0: Correct. Andrew, yeah. today is a Wednesday.
1: It is fully a Wednesday.
0: Um, and it's still fully summer. Any court know? in the land would would tell you that it's summer.
1: At least on this side of the globe.
0: At, at any side of the globe, it is summer <laughs> where you and I are.
1: I know. And I hate that I sometimes just doubt Australians. I'm like, well, really? <laughs> must be fake. I do think that all
0: of Australia is a ghost. And I, I'll go on record <laughs> saying that and, and cancel my ass, come for me, where I work. I don't give a shit. Okay. You're a okay. ghost. If you're Australian, you listen to this, guess what? You're Nicole Kim and the others, you're ghosts.
1: That's why you're also pretty, because you're ghosts.
0: That's why you're pretty, because you're ghosts and because of the ozone. <laughs> um, Andrew, uh, do we want to dive into it with a, I don't know, scary story from a listener? Is that I love we do? that.
1: I know. Great. We're doing campfire stories from listeners. So here we go.
0: Hell yeah. Okay, great. This one comes to us via Instagram.
1: Wow. Which-
0: Look, you know what? And we're doing it and we're trying. And we are we have our email that makes us feel safe, yes. uh, like a hot water bottle under the sheets. But we, we went over to Instagram because because it makes you happy. <laughs> and um, this one is a very scary story that comes to us from a listener named Christina Marie.
1: Hello, Christina.
0: And she gets right into it. So I really wanted to send over a ghost story that happened to my aunt and my grandparents haunted brownstone in Bay Ridge BK. Ooh. I love Bay Ridge, Brooklyn beautiful. This is great. This is where all of the um all of the loud people in my family it sort of originates in Bayridge.
1: Right. It, um, it's, um they'll say things like, "Well, you got to get there's some extra sauce in the microwave."
0: This sauce, get the sauce. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you've ever been spoken to across the street by a woman like holding keys in one hand and a big Dunkin' donuts iced tea in the other hand, like <laughs> It's Bayridge, Jason um I'm absolutely obsessed with your podcast. By the way, I wish I was your BFF. And then, Laffy Cryface emoji. Aww. It's very nice. Then she says it's really long, so I apologize. Which it's not. It's regular.
1: Oh, that's great. Okay.
0: Oh, and I should say that her avatar, her picture, is her and a dog in a car, and it's really nice.
1: Okay. Oh, lovely.
0: We love. Back in the '80s, my aunt was doing her homework in the kitchen. Oh, my God. An aunt being in the 80s doing homework? How old are you? Uh, oh. I'm picturing
1: it so clearly.
0: Uh, oh, no. <laughs> Andrew, they're young. They're young, Andrew. Ooh.
1: Listen, these these things happen, and there are tragically people younger than us in the world today. And I'm not okay, okay with this. With I don't like
0: it. Um, back in the 80s, my aunt uh, was doing her homework in the kitchen when she heard someone call her name in a slightly sing-song way. Julia. No,
1: no, no. No, no, no.
0: She said it sounded like it was coming from under the table. She thought it was my uncle playing a trick on her, so she yelled at him to stop and kept doing her work. But the voice kept saying her name. The moment she pulled up the tablecloth to check, it stopped mid...
1: I hate that. It stopped mid-Julia. No, I (laughs) hate that. Oh, God, it
0: sucks, sucks ass. First, the you're young,
1: even if it's ugh. someone playing a joke, the dramaturgy of them trying to convince you that that sound is coming from under the table is too scary. I'm sorry. Big time.
0: Absolutely. Also, tablecloths used to be bigger. Now they're nowhere. What's going Cause, on?
1: Because people can hide under them. We know that's the reason. There's no other reason. Yes, correct.
0: Um, She freaked out and ran out of the kitchen to the front stoop where everyone was hanging out. After pleading with someone to go back inside with her, they go back into th- the kitchen, and she said everything that was on the table, books, pens, papers, were all lined up neatly, stacked <sighs> on top of each other. Definitely not as she left it when she ran out of the kitchen. Oh. Oh, no. This ghost
1: needs to step off. You, can, you, ghost, you need to decide which kind of ghost you are.
0: You need to decide, are you a whisper? Are you a, sk- are you a singer? Are you a, an organized passive aggressive yeah. person who's like, yeah, I just straightened it up because it was kind of driving me nuts, but <laughs> uh, you don't have to clean, but if it's messy and you don't mind, I'm going to clean it because I have <laughs> to live with it too. <laughs> the ghost is holding a Dunkin' Donuts iced tea, <laughs> which Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, it's Boston, but it's also, I guess it's more Long Island. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it, it is.
1: Dunkin' Donuts is Boston and Long Island. But also, I feel like when someone in Bay Ridge has a Dunkin' Donuts, you know more about them.
0: It is exciting. Yeah. It's definitely new. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're all lined up neatly. Uh, years later, when she was in high school, her boyfriend and his friend decided to sleep over her house. They slept okay. on the couches in the living room. In the middle of the night, the friend woke up to see someone standing over her boyfriend. <gasps> He figured it was my aunt, so he just rolled over and went back to sleep, probably thinking they were going to bang. (laughs) Oh, friend, I've been you a hundred (laughs) times. I'm hanging with my friend and her boyfriend. Now's the time where they have sex and I go to sleep land. Good night. Yeah. Good night. We're all sleeping. (laughs) Next day, the friend was joking with Julia about it, and she's like, I didn't go downstairs last night. Not sure if maybe she was sleepwalking or the ghost thought her BF was hot. Shrug emoji. <laughs> I mean, there's no
1: good outcome there, <laughs> you know?
0: All around, it's ghosts. A sleepwalker is a ghost. We've covered
1: this. Yes, exactly.
0: Um, I just started the pod, so I don't know if you're still taking serious uh, stories. But either way, hope it's booked you. Happy face. Get this emoticon.
1: I love that. Who oh, knows? this is great. I it's love good. an 80s ghost story.
0: 80s ghost story, this thing, it had a lot of 80s elements. It was someone's aunt, which ants were famously huge in the 80s. Yes. Um, Tablecloths, big. Mm -hmm. Um, Homework, absolutely essential. Huge. Children in the 80s were doing homework, you know? Mm -hmm. You couldn't stop them. And you know where they were doing it? The kitchen table. Why? Computers (laughs) weren't born yet. That's true.
1: Wow. You you didn't need a desk because you were a child. That is wild to think about. Because, yeah, I did my homework at the kitchen table.
0: I definitely pretended like I did it in my room, but then I would just hold off and do it in the morning at school because I was uh, addicted to um, adrenaline. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, what what else about the story feels
1: 80s horror to you? Um, Okay, having a boyfriend and a boyfriend's friend sleep over and sleep down on the couch. Yes. Also feels very 80s, which I like. Um, also a boyfriend having a friend feels very 80 specifically. I I know (laughs) that. I don't know. That just is that to me feel these days, (laughs) (laughs) these days, boyfriends have no friends. (laughs) You can have one or the
0: other. It's like, um, it's like being a a nun or monk.
1: It, I will say this, it's maybe what is, what is, um, feeling 80s about this, to us in addition to the fact that it was made clear that this takes place in the eighties is there are people occupying eighties horror tropes. You know, yes, you got, you got studious, you got studious girlfriend, you got um, a vague boyfriend, you got boyfriend's friend who sees something spooky, you know, like it, it all sort of yeah. all in place.
0: Also, lest we forget the first part of the story, uh, having your name whispered to you by a menacing person who's being jokey.
1: Very eighties. Uh. That is, it's before, yeah, it's before it's a lot of that. It's timeless, but it's eighties and sing song. Julia, I also I think the two most eighties names for uh, for women, Julia, Heather. That's yeah, it. correct. That's, yeah, yes, Donna maybe, but that's more seventies.
0: That's more seventies. We need a an eighties uh, movie answer to Heather's, which is Julia's, and it's girls who like know a lot about Jimi Hendrix because of their dad <laughs> yes, and yes. like. <laughs> <laughs> and like you know maybe they rode horses one time and now they own, that's all they think about
1: that's really good um
0: yeah they're <laughs> allergic to something weird
1: <laughs> oh man well this was a really good one thank you so much for sending it in
0: thank you thanks christina marie and thanks to your dog for being nice
1: yeah it's always nice to have a good dog and uh, christina marie also kind of feels like that's Christina, you're going to be a great aunt because, like, this is my aunt Christina Marie. It just Christina Marie,
0: Christina Marie. She's got the sauce in the microwave. Take it,
1: (laughs) Christina Marie. She was the smart, you know, the smart girl who uh, did hockey.
0: Your cousin Christina Marie, the one who did hockey. It's a baby shower, not now, in the future, (laughs) at some point (laughs) when she gets pregnant. You need to buy a. You need to buy. You know what you need. You need to buy a
1: card. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just get to to go buy Hallmark because you know what Papyrus is closing. You can go buy. And everything's on clearance because it's shutting down. It's really sad. And
0: you know, it's all bad stuff. It's all like the car that opens, and it's like a dove.
1: Yeah, it's like Happy Arbor Day. I'm like, what? If I love trees so much, why am I buying paper cards? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> that's good. Thank you so much. I I really I speak ant as a second language. Excellent. Um. Well, this was really great. Okay, so Anna, uh, uh, we're gonna transition again into this new segment we're trying out, titled "God Help Us Both." We're gonna try to say it in unison scary advice advice for things things that that did did happen. happen. Wow. It's as though we've got one mind. It's
0: perfect. It's effortless. You probably liked listening to
1: it. Uh, So this one really jumped out. The subject line is advice. What to do with my mom's dark gift. (laughs) Good. Good. Here we go. Uh, From Griffin. Ma'am. I haven't been on the receiving end of many haunty incidents, but I have at least once been the one to deliver some spook. I would be so grateful if you could provide me some insight on the next steps I might take. First off, some context. My best friend used to date this awful guy. They were living together and he didn't work, so she paid their full rent while supporting herself through college. Oof. To give you a taste of what he was like, once while visiting, I watched him come downstairs in his underwear Get a beer from the fridge, open it by slamming the cap off on her wooden coffee table, then go back upstairs, leaving the cap on the floor. This is hell. It was 9 a.m. I love this next part. People are complex, and a deeper look into the sky would probably reveal a more nuanced portrait of alcoholism and a fear of seeking help. But given what's coming up, it's better for me if we all agree he was just super crummy.
0: <laughs> I mean, look, uh, d- alcoholism is a disease of the personality. It it makes you an <laughs> asshole. That is a symptom of it, and to deny that is uh it's it's pretending. <laughs>
1: Uh, It was 2017. My mom was visiting me in Seattle and we were taking a walk around a lake or sound or whatever big body of Washington water. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling her about how much I hated this guy, how my friend deserved so much better, how he was nothing but a drain on her life. I was getting pretty worked up and emotional. Shortly after, we were walking back to the car and I get a phone call. It's my best friend. She's at the ER because her boyfriend just had a heart attack. Oh. Yeah, I go on a tirade about how I wish this guy weren't in her life, right before he gets his heart's whole ass spooked almost all the way off.
0: <laughs> oh my god, it's a medical condition.
1: I would love for a doctor to come in and say, "Well, it's a close call. Uh, you almost got your <laughs> you almost got your heart's ass spooked all the way off."
0: Some people call it the ventricle, but this hospital takes your insurance, so this is how we yeah. say it.
1: Here at Busted Ass Memorial Hospital. Um, <laughs> Our Lady okay. of Busted Ass. Our Lady of Busted Ass. That is the patron saint of the pod. I'll say it. Um, yes. Okay. He survived. He went home the next day. He's had some heart problems before, but this was the first one in years. I did not tell my friend that my latent psychic murder powers may have been responsible for her shitty Saturday. They eventually broke up. Yay. Now for the <laughs> second port. Sorry if this is long. It's not too bad. I figured it was probably just a coincidence. I liked the thought that I might have a dark, untamed ability, but I'm a pretty skeptical person, so I brushed it off. Until Ugh. I was hanging out with my other mom, and this is open parentheses all caps lesbians. They're <laughs> separated and remarried, so now <laughs> <laughs> they're separated and remarried. So now I've got four. I wish I loved anything as much as they love dating each other's friends. <laughs> oh. My god, this rocks. Ugh. Lesbians at large, Griffin has got you. There's got they're you a number.
0: muck. They're a muck.
1: I this is this is this really is great. Griffin. Okay. I told her, my birth mom, about this story of potentially accidental attempted murder. She's pretty blunt. She's a pretty blunt science oriented lady. So I expected her to brush it off, but instead she just said, oh yeah, I've done that.
0: Oh, this (laughs) is my dream.
1: This is so good. This is a really good one, Griffin. She then started telling me about a guy she used to hate. She's a paramedic in a small town and familiar with the local characters. There was one older guy she'd seen around who was just mean to everybody. He was always in a bad mood and would yell at people he didn't like the look of, i.e., my Butch mom. No. Again, there was probably more going on. Sad backstory, what have you? Okay, this is very clear. Griffin, the fact that you've been raised by two moms—they raised you very well because you're not—you're um, not giving up on your uh, uh, judgment of people's character, but you are allowing a larger context, and that means you're an emotionally developed person. This and is beautiful. Your did a great job. Thank God. Um, okay. Uh, there's probably more going on, sad backstory, what have you. But one day my mom was driving the ambulance and they passed by that guy. She said to her coworker, when's that guy going to drop dead? Sure oh. enough, that oh. night they get an emergency call to his house. My oh. mom and her crew find him dead from an apparent heart attack.
0: Oh, my <laughs> I guess the
1: advice I'm looking for is, do you think I inherited my mom's dark power? If so, how do I harness it for good? Do you think I can do things besides make a heart go stop? <laughs> oh my God. I've tried to use it, but apparently it doesn't work on presidents.
0: I was going to say, oh this feels like a Which sting president? operation. Uh, <laughs> Herbert yeah. Hoover!
1: Yeah. It doesn't work. He's already dead. Um, maybe I have to know the person? What do? I've got a lot to say about how much I love this podcast and so on, but I'll save it for my dead Mikey email. Look for it. Uh We certainly will. Um, You're one of the few lights in this dark time. If you want to sick my spooky gift on anyone, don't hesitate to give me a holler. Much love Griffin. Griffin. Thank you so much. Oh my
0: goodness gracious. Thank you for this. Audacious.
1: Tickled the hell out of me. Wow. Um, Okay. Anna. what do we think? I think Uh, first, first, do we think she's inherited the power? I mean, yes, I think so. I think, well, it uh, it seems, I don't know.
0: Okay. So it was that her friend was dating a guy who sucked and she hated the friend and then she told her mom about it. So to me, I, Mm -hmm. it's hard to say at present moment, Griffin, if you in fact inherited the gift or if your mother is still the amplifier of it, like it, it's, so I she think, was, I think she the was mom, in.
1: I think the mom that Griffin was telling this to is not the mom. Well, the other mom. Oh my God. That's
0: it. right. Lesbians. Yes,
1: yes. Oh my God. <laughs> All caps. Love that.
0: Well, maybe their love um, is so true and pure that it, it, it passed generationally through Right. That could partner. be. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Yeah. This, I mean, here's, Here's my thought about it. I okay. think I think very possible I love an inherited telekinetic gift. I also think um uh probably um something is amorphous as telekinesis. I don't know I don't know specifically because we're not talking about like moving objects. We're talking about like stopping people's hearts with our sentiments, with our words. So yeah. I don't really know what that that probably has some special term, but I just don't know what it is. Probably. Um I wonder, here's my thought. I don't think I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think you want to be careful about about the sentiments you express, about whose hearts you want to stop. Um, but also, there's sometimes it's just like a synchronicity in things. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think probably there is some sort of like um enhanced coven type powers that are unleashed when you have four moms and one family. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit, um. So I I would believe it, but also I think that this is a, more a story about um living in uh open hatred of others is not good for your heart and body. <laughs> That's and true. I would see it all the time at the hotel, like when I worked there. Like the men who were the worst like yelliest who would like, Oh, then they go on to like maybe get 20% off our free night or something. But like the way, the amount of rage that they lived in all the time, you could just a little bit see that they would pass before their time. Mm. Um, which it's like got to balance out what's worth it to you. But, uh, but yeah, I think, I think it's a combination.
1: I, this is very funny to me because this is reminding me my old doctor in New York, who I loved, um, was talking to me because high blood pressure runs in my family. And we were talking about like mm-hmm. how to keep blood pressure down, blah, blah. And I was like, and she was like, well, you know what a great, a great um, way to lower blood pressure is laughter. She was like laughter, like going to see a comedy show. Uh. <sighs> and But then I said, and then I was like, but so many comics die of a heart attacks. And she was like, and that goes to show how poorly comics take care of themselves. (gasps) No,
0: don't throw it back on
1: me, doc. I was like, wow, you got me. She was like, yeah, I mean, she's like a lot of, um, you know, a lot of late night chicken fingers. I was like, okay, fair. God. The
0: rudest thing anyone's
1: ever said. I know. I really love, she, she was really great. I miss her terribly. She was really tough. Um, one time. She was in Florida. No, she was in New York. Oh, New York. New York, okay. Yeah, one time, uh, what was it? Oh, I, <laughs> she, w- like, when I when I came out and, I like, told her, I was like, well, I'm now seeing men. I had a terrible experience with my doctor prior to that, uh, hmm. who, it wasn't that he was not, it wasn't that he was, like, not gay friendly. It was that uh, when I was like, and I'm seeing men now, and he kind of went totally gray, and then he said, um, catcher or pitcher and then i was like i gotta go and never see you again <laughs> oh my girl and, um,
0: you're a doctor
1: you can't you you're can't say that
0: you yeah. a doctor
1: um and and when i when i when i told my like the new doctor this she was like okay um just condoms all the time okay always And it was just like a great, it was just like a great, she was like, but that went before regardless. She was like, but you know, just don't think that this gives you any permission to like change up your practices. Like safe sex, always condoms. Great. And I was like, great. We're on the same page.
0: Amazing. That's great. Um,
1: Yeah. Okay. But sorry, back, back to, back to the question at hand, Griffin. Um, so here's a way I, here's my question towards you is I wonder if there's a way that this power can encourage heart health. Oh. You know? Sure. Like maybe just willing towards things like, you know, folks who folks who you want who maybe whose health you're worried about. And instead it like takes the form of just um sending positive vibes to people. That's true. Worth a yeah. shot.
0: I know. Yeah. There's also like this notion of like praying for people who you hate and who are bad and do bad things to bad people or to good people. And I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, uh, like if I need to build a fire that maybe the answer isn't like, Oh, well maybe instead of lighter fluid and a match, have you tried like water and like <laughs> ice cubes? It's like, no, I need a fire to, um, right. make food. Cause that's, I'm hungry and I need for there to be food like well maybe maybe you don't maybe you're hungry because of something that's going on with you like now i need a fire yeah maybe sometimes <laughs> you need someone who can make people's hearts explode and i would say to you that um probably you don't cuz that's pretend but if you do you just you save it for a once in a generation um ex- heart exploding
1: yeah yeah what would yours be um
0: i guess i would like Maybe if I was around Griffin, if you're around someone you weren't crazy about, you could sort of float that, like tell them that story and then just say, isn't that weird?
1: Oh, that's very powerful. And then just
0: sip your coffee and then give them a little look and then walk out of the kitchen and then accidentally walk into the door really hard to the point that they have to then help you.
1: That is, as Ray Bradbury says in the book, Halloween Tree, that is the power of witches. What is what? Witches people believe you have an ability (gasps) Oh, and and so then you have that power. (laughs) Wow. If that's what people believe, then that's the, that's the truth, you know? Yeah.
0: Give it a little Um, bit of
1: the Halloween tree treatment. I love. Yeah. Yeah. Always recommend giving the Halloween tree treatment. Um, But Griffin, this was so great. I hope, I hope our very helpful advice um, is productive to your situation. Yeah, I think we fixed it right Andrew. I think we nailed it. But mostly this is just such a good story and um and yeah. Please please use your powers for good, Griffin. We believe you will cuz it sounds like you're on the up and up. Yes. So should we call this one a day?
0: Let's call it a day. We're going to make it a little a little a little trim boy.
1: I know we're trying we're we're yeah, sometimes sometimes we'll throw in a little bit of a trim episode and see how you like it. We'll see how you like it
0: sound off in the comments (laughs) Uh, and by the comments i mean just the deepest bowl you own just scream into it
1: yeah write it on a scrap of paper and boil it in some water and we'll hear about it
0: and drink the tea made from that boil and see what your dreams are like
1: this will end in
0: tea this will end in tea and everyone on that
1: note get get out. out forever